Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and I hope that you've all had a blessed week, been able to um, enjoy what God has given to us, and uh, stay out of the way of the craziness that is going on in this world. <laughs> well, if only if we could do that. Um, I want to start out with Brazil, actually, today. I don't know how you guys have been paying attention or anything else. I've been kind of diving in, praying a lot of stuff, trying to understand what is really going on i still have no clue but i i do know that god's working through some things here on earth and changing some things we had benjamin netanyahu come no matter how you feel about him he went back into power and that that was kind of uh seems like a good sign to progress of where israel was at and where it's going to we'll see right um if you expect God to use perfect people, look at yourself and see if you're perfect. If you're not perfect, I, you know, and then go read the Bible. Of the time that he did use a perfect person was his only son. <laughs> and you realize you are you are not that. So um, God using imperfect people, he's done that throughout history. And I believe that he will do that again and throughout history to continue that process to um, help go down the right path for us. Now, well, as I said, we're going to start off with Brazil here. Brazil's military is, seems like it's activating more, moving more. And this election that now we know was, uh, had election interference based upon what is coming out of the Twitter files. And we will get into that. But we, I think that... Brazil and what we are experiencing there is going to, if they correct it, it will set off a thing of corrections throughout the world of what's happening. If they don't correct it, we are in for a tough fight and we need to have God by our side no matter which way it goes. But God is going to start moving things in the right direction, I feel, in all of this. Now, in Brazil, I do hope that they do correct it. I think that with the Twitter files of what's coming out, them correcting it would be a good um, good gesture to their people and saying, hey, we will correct this. We understand there was interference, and we'll do everything in our power to make sure that your voices of what was elected is heard. Now, you could go the other route and you know see when they don't do that, right? They're not doing it for their people, and they're doing it so that they can control and have the outcome that they wish to have, and that's just not what needs to be done, right? Their wish of what they want done should not be, uh, should not be something they put forth. I mean, they. <sighs> What is happening throughout the world, and I'm going to take Arizona here as well and put them in here. I mean, we could go into different states, but you look at the toenail with hair, Katie Hobbs, I mean, and she was Secretary of State monitoring elections, requested Twitter to censor stuff, and now is um, certifying and forcing certification of her election saying, if you don't certify it, we're coming after you. You're getting arrested to these, um, to these counties. This is showing what a Gestapo, a true non voting Republic 
does. Because when you do mob rule, when you do democracy, it doesn't matter what the votes are. It matters on what counts, who counts the votes and who sets up the rules to vote. Because if the rules don't clarify that every vote counts, then it doesn't matter. I know that that's going to be controversial. Hey, if you're going to have voting, you should count every vote. Every vote's equal and everything else like that. Well, I agree. But are we playing by the rules of what it's supposed to be, or are we playing by the rules of what they set up so what they can accomplish? I think it's by the rules to set up whatever they have decided in backroom deals. And we get into this backroom deal thing over and over again, and it comes up, and everybody wants to focus on what do we do wrong to lose an election. And maybe that's a good thing to do on how elections are lost or won. That's if you have an honest election. Did you have an honest election or not? That is actually a good question. And if you want to disregard it because you don't want to be um, said to be a con election denier, conspiracy theorist, or anything else. In fact, the conspiracy theorists seem to be winning every single argument. But, you know, just keep in mind that's, that's you know, something to pay attention to. But these, cons these election deniers and everything else, they've been in the Democratic Party before. In fact, the new leader of the House and the Democrats will be an election denier. He came out and said in 2016, Trump did not win the election. And that was fraud. My question, well, let's just break this down uh, and just relate this to whatever country you're in because I think it's relatable in your country that if you had a Trump come to power like Brazil's current president, they don't like him. They don't like they, they don't want him to succeed to continue down and win elections because he's not good for their business of corruption. Trump was the same way here in the United States. So they had it set up where they should have never won. You get into a situation where Voters overwhelm the machines and however else votes are counted and the the landslide that it is messes everything up so that the nothing works right. And if you think that that's not possible, it's very possible in software to do that and to get all that stuff confused. I work on software for a living. It's not that hard. <laughs> So, that happens, right? And then you get this, everyone comes out, there's got to be fraud. This was not supposed to be possible. Why was it not supposed to be possible? Because the machines and everything else were set up so that it would not fail that way. My guess is, and I'm just taking a look at this everywhere else, right? They keep bringing in ballots and all this other stuff is that they may have pushed us, the machines are being more watched in the software there. In fact, we don't know what's in that magic um, counter, but we have suspicions here and there of what they've written, and we can make conclusions. But then you also need to bring out these paper ballots to also get the numbers up into a realm that makes the machines activate that result that there is. So... You have a vote total. You know the vote total. So then you have a pause in voting, whatever else. Then you do that calculation and you know how many ballots you need 
to get that working. So that happens. So I think that there's a multitude of items here that come into effect that when we review things, we have to be logical about it. We have to know and we have to put in there exactly what level of opportunity and what blame to put on each product. So when we, we cannot just decount that there was no voting fraud, but when we look at, hey, this doesn't make sense logically, right? Biden has a horrible approval rating. Nobody likes the economy. And that's usually a driver to go the other direction. At the same time, we have to say, how can we get better at things? Does that make sense? I hope that ma I, I should say I hope that makes sense. Because we need to get in a priority to not only improve what our message is, and our message has to be a good one. It cannot be, well, we're not the Democrats. We're not anything else. And as much as I I would say I'm partyless because nobody wants there. I'm going to go because I think that the Republican Party is the best one to take over or break off of a party and then recombine then the Democrats. So the message, you know, we don't want to kill babies, right? We can't just say, oh, we don't want to kill. We're okay of killing babies up until this point. Well, then you're the Democrats. What's What's your difference? They already want to kill babies. So you, you're standing for the same thing. We stand on, you know, good family values. But instead, the Republicans are like, eh, we'll be okay with certain family values and not this. Well, that's what the Democrats say, too. So you're just a de Democrat's light? Well, that's not what the mega party stands for. The Conservatory House has been tweeting a good Venn diagram. And I would suggest you to go check out the Conservatory House, The Last Refuge 2 on Twitter. Very good follow. And let's see here if I can... Uh, let's see. I don't know where he has this. But he kind of puts in there what the mega focus is on. Which is also one thing we have to do. Democrats and Republicans... Where is their difference in the economy? They don't care where the economy goes. They care that they get their pockets lined and that their big guys get the amazing day of, or amazing time of making sure that the American people suffer. Right? That's their goal. We, as American people, want to make sure that the main street, everyone that's out there working and doing stuff, you know, and trying to make ends meet, they have a stronger and better life going forward. That's where I differ from the Republican Party and the Democrat Party, because they align. The Democrat and Republicans align a lot on the on a lot of issues. Here, let me see if I can't find this here while I'm talking. But the, the Conservatory House has a great breakdown of this, and he's had a great breakdown for a long time time i really encourage people to follow you you're and if you're new to this you're not going to like what he says a lot of the time guaranteed i'm going to point that out you're not going to like it why aren't you going to like it 
because he's saying things that uh, people that think there are two different parties in this country are not going to like. Because when you point out that they're the same party, just slightly different at the fringe, in fact, they're more the same than what you really even realize. People saying that there is, you're going to realize there is no choice in America, in American politics. And that may be the same for your country as well. It's hard to, um, I don't live in all these countries, right? I hear bits and pieces. I, I try to search and follow stuff. And here in the United States, they're, they are trying to suppress everything like crazy. So, okay, I found it. So Democrat focuses on social policy, education, culture, woke, abortion, gender, etc. Republicans focus on social policy, education, culture, woke, abortion, gender, etc. I disagree with some of the stuff in there, right? Republicans don't really focus on abortion. They just say it whenever um, it comes to mind, right? Their stance is just a little bit less than their social policies and everything else. It isn't really a huge change between the two. It's just slightly different. Mega focuses on economic policy, globalism, corporate corporations, Main Street and versus Wall Street. That's what Mega focuses on. But that is what the Democrats and Republicans are unified on. So they're focusing on these little differences. Your social policy, well, we should spend this much. No, we shouldn't spend this much. We should only spend this much, right? Education, how much do we spend on education? Right? Those are the differences. Is how much do we spend, not why do we need to get rid of this. By the way, spending is an economic policy type thing. Right? Globalism is actually, you know, how everything is doing the globalization, but it's getting rid of your worth as a person. Getting rid of, you know, it being okay to abortion. Making sure that euthanizing and having that go through like Canada is allowing euthanizing for a what is it like if you go to a shrink and they can recommend it now and you can have it done like that's it's getting rid of your self-worth you are God created you you have an amazing amazing abilities harness them take them you're very special don't just go throwing it to the wind God created you and these are things that need to be focused on. These are things that you have to be able to do and, and create. We have to take back this crazy GOP party. Make a new make a new one. Whatever it is. The mega party. Did Is there already a third party here? And no one's been focusing on it. I think there is. I'm seeing Democrats saying, I voted for Trump. I'm part of the mega group. I'm seeing Republicans saying, I'm part of the mega group. Biden's going, that mega crowd. We've seen the you know Mitch McConnell and all these other ones talk about the mega group. There must be something with the mega group that they're afraid of. That mega wing. We're not ex- those extremists. You mean the extremists want to stand for America first? And if you're in your country, there's probably a equivalent mega type crowd that stands for your country first. And I agree with that. I fully back that. It's your country. You should want your country first. Wanting another country first or whatever else or globalism, 
I don't know, you might be a little kooky up there in the head. That's probably, um, you know, you, you got a, a mental disorder if you want another country above your own. It sometimes it doesn't make sense what these people think of. Yeah, support globalism before everything else. Well, what about, uh, you know, maybe doing something of your own first? Or, you know, making sure your country's great first? It's always said that make sure that you put your, in the, when you're in the airplane, they always tell you, if the mask drop out, put your mask on before you put on anybody else's. Take care of yourself first, so when you help out others, you have what it needs to be able to help them out. I think countries should be the same way. States, towns, local communities, villages, whatever you want. They need to be strong first before you get down all this road. We are in, and people always say this, we're in unprecedented times. I think last week I kind of went down the thing of, yeah, every time was unprecedented for that time period, right? Um, but we are having fun in this sense that we God has given us all unique abilities to be able to execute in this. And while we may run into things we don't understand in this time period, maybe it's time or this t of why it's going on right now, I'm trying to figure out why, you know, Lee Z Zellin, the Republican candidate for governor, stepped back out of the, um, backed out of the RNC chairperson's position. Fine. But he basically said because Ronda McDonald's already set up for her to win. So, I, yeah, that's not bowing well for the RNC, right? The RNC is going to have another, unless uh, unless Mike Lindell wins, it seems like they're going to have another incompetent person. Now there's somebody else making the headway of this, and that is um, Ron, or... Who is it? Uh, I'll get to it here. There's a there's a lot going on uh, today, but it is. She's been on Fox News and everything else, and her law firm represents some stuff in the RNC. So is this? I'm running for it to um, uh, to have to have my. Law firm be get a little bit of money kickback from the RNC. I don't know, right? This is this is crazy. What what is all happening? What's going on? And uh, we'll see what comes from this election. But Mike Lindell, no matter how you feel about him, he's been trying to get election integrity here for a while. <clears throat> He's been trying to go and get this fixed. So, he wants to run for RNC. Chairperson. Now, let's say he runs. We will see very clearly of where RNC um, voters, and so the RNC voter, vote for chairperson are... They're kind of like electors or whatever. I don't know the technical name. But they are going through, and since they will have that, they will um, 
we'll be able to see who supports the backing of election integrity, being honest, and everything else, and who doesn't. If Rhonda uh, McDaniels, you know, we have, it's funny, right? We have McDaniels, McConnell, and McCarthy. I'm mix sick of everything. Um, <laughs> but, th so they go through and they are failures. Six years of failures. And if the RNC wants to continue that, they are in it for lining their pockets. If you're donating to the RNC, stop. Don't do it. Stop it. Let these people that have money start donating and let them run. The RNC doesn't deserve your money. If you want to help out the RNC, help out somebody in running for Republican, you go out there and you work your but off to do what is right. You know, calling people, whatever else. You do not put your money in there. No. They do not deserve it. They are not there. Now, if we start seeing mega crowd and everything else, then yeah. We'll see. Let's, uh, let's get into the big news of the week, which is the Twitter files that Elon has been talking about and now is coming out so and i'm going to post an article here from the conservative treehouse as well they um they did a he or he did um, a great job sundance on kind of it's all making sense elon has no idea what he purchased with jack's magic coffee shop and i don't think elon did i think what i think happened is elon knew that there, I could probably renegotiate a price on Twitter. And I was going with the courts and everything else, I was going to renegotiate the price. I didn't think Twitter would sell because they didn't want to get this exposed. Now I'm guessing that they were thinking that when Elon was going to do it, it was all going to run the same way. And he kind of made that signal early on. From what he said on Twitter, it seemed like that somebody went through and didn't hold up their end of the bargain. So then he said, he's going scorched earth. And uh, I see some of things that I would decide out of this that he did. Now, I would go further in some instances with restoring everybody, etc. But it seems like he, people are still being restored, so that's a good thing. And now you have these uh, Twitter files. So he has two people that are going through and releasing what we're calling the Twitter files. Well, it happens to be one person was um, that was in control. This was James Baker. Now, James Baker was part of the Steele dossier whole fiasco back in, what, 2016. So that name is being brought up. He was the head of legal counsel at Twitter. He was going through and filtering these Twitter files Elon Musk finally figured out that Jim Baker and how they were splitting up his names and filtering it was James Baker controlling the information. So he was walked out on Tuesday, I think, of this week, yesterday, or was it Monday? One of those two days. And uh, they he may have deleted or scrubbed areas where it was referenced that the FBI was giving information on what to you know, block, who to block, who, what tweets to block, etc. So you have this 
backdoor channel where governments were going through and it was heavily favored in one political party to be able to filter out who, what, and everyone saw. Banning people, shadow banning, not making tweets visible, everything else. Deleting tweets. Uh, this is kind of a big deal. In fact, we got it with Brazil. I kind of mentioned that earlier with um, their quote-unquote current elected person which was pro was fraud in my opinion so you have that part of it going on here and that part is getting out and everything along the way katie hobbs had a direct line and she was filtering stuff from her opponent uh you, you saw biden and he was elected and this is just going on and on so we have a huge you know it's getting to the point where stuff was even hidden from Jack Dorsey of how it was going. And I guess Jack Dorsey knew stuff here and there, but how they were blocking tweets and everything else. Is that one reason why Jack Dorsey stepped down at CEO? I mean, I thought the guy was, you know, just horrible towards conservatives of how he treated them, how he's blocking them and not take caring about it. How much did he even know? Was he somebody that just created Twitter and then was kind of trying to be hands-off as possible and the whole Magic Coffee Shop got away from him, all this information and everything else? That could be. I don't know. We, we may never know the answer to this. But now Elon is getting through this and Elon wants to make Twitter profitable. I, I fully believe that. How is he going to make it profitable without the government connection is going to be interesting, right? Because you had this back room whole type of review type system. In my opinion, you have to, Elon, you have to just shut that down. You have to code out that part of it and not make it there. If you want to restore trust to being a public platform, being a public community square where everyone can say free speech within the letter of the law, you're going to have to close that. Because having any connection to what the U.S. government or any government or anybody else can do or see of what tweets should be restricted are not going to have positivity of how this is being ran and if Twitter will really be a public square. But now that this is all coming out, you're starting to see more and more. And I bet you now that some of these James Baker is only the tip of the spear of what's really all going on here. There's going to be more information. And if Jack... Uh, if Elon, he's going to have to really start vetting even more people. I would not be surprised if this turns on more people being fired. With that, more people and more layoffs being fired open this up so that he could be able to see it. Otherwise, I have no doubt they were going to hide this from Elon for as long as possible. He may have never known it. <clears throat> Good thing that he wants to get in and do some of the dirty work. Otherwise, this would be just a mess. So you have all these files coming out of what's really happening behind Twitter. I encourage you to go check it out. He's had open conversations about this. This is going to get interesting. This is just amazing stuff that is coming out. And I hope that you all will spread it and show. Because at this point, with everyone talking about this, if you are not really getting into what's really going on, I think you have to be um, completely brainwashed with the biden um transformation of or you you have biden 
Biden brain fog at this point. It's crazy. But we are here, and we're here for it. It's going to be an amazing time. I think that we are in just, oh, fun times of what God's going to be doing here very soon. And um, I have to say this before we go. Today was, uh, you know, Pearl Harbor Day. So we remember those people that happened getting us into that World War II. Um, the One of or this, the seven U.S. aircraft carriers that were in the port and uh, that were attacked. They, um, yeah, we've, we've gone through that. We've gone through everything else. There's a lot of crazy going on. And normal gets crazier as time goes on, it seems like. But at some point, it's going to correct itself. Everything corrects itself. It's a pendulum. God always has came back and corrected things. I don't know if people really want to repeat history as much, but I guess that they do. They want God to correct it. They want God to clean it up. I pray that uh, he uses his people to help clean it up because uh, sometimes left to God alone, he, he uses a big hammer. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm grateful for that big hammer, but how about he uses us as big hammer so that we can get back this country this world and put it back towards him where it belongs everyone's worried about green energy this taking care of the earth and everything else they don't they're not worried about what god has created and taking care of what god's created and asking him how to take care of it maybe we should start doing that and one is to start getting these government politicians back to where they belong in the unemployment line and putting god's people in those positions with that, I want to thank you all for listening and supporting The Way Freedom Flies. I thank you so much for this. Until next time, I'm praying for you out there, and God bless.